And in order to open that heart up, it is going to be kind of loud. And she's going to have time and opportunity to figure out what to do with those human emotions of disappointment and frustration. And we're going to transfer that responsibility in really positive increments back to her so she can begin the the process of self-regulation on behalf of your whole household. Whoever said babies and toddlers don't come with an instruction manual never met the moms on call. For nearly 20 years, Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter have helped over half a million families navigate parenthood with their best-selling books, online courses, apps, and network of certified consultants. And now they have this podcast to talk directly with you. Ask your questions at 888-234-7979. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast with Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter. Hi, my name is Jessica and I'm calling from California. I have a son who just turned one. You can hear him probably in the background. And my question, like so many other parents at this point, is naps. (laughs) For him, sometimes he wants to sleep that full two hours. Sleep that full two hours, or should I do the recommended hour and a half that I see in the book? I just wasn't sure if I should be waking him up in an hour and a half, those first two morning naps, or letting them get that two-hour stretch. So thanks for everything you guys provide for parents. I look forward to possibly hearing my question answered. Thanks. Bye. Jessica, yes, a nap question. We know. Wait, what? There's a nap question. Another nap question. Gosh, I wish we had a magic wand, Jennifer. That we could just make these naps just all perfect and exactly the same every single day. And and that just doesn't really happen. And so, however, I do like this question. I love the question. Should I wake them up a little earlier if they're napping too long? That's one of my favorite of the nap questions. So Jessica, and, and the answer you. is no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you can get a two-hour nap, by all means, you go for it. Really, what we want to encourage families to do is you have that 15-minute grace period on either side of your time. So, for example... Let's just say they're four months old. Let's say you're on the four-month routine. If they're on the four-month routine, you fed at 11 a.m. They're going down for that nap somewhere around one. That next feed time is somewhere around three. If they are sleeping, they can sleep right up to three or 3.15 even. So you have that 15-minute grace period. So the answer to that question is no, let them sleep up to two hours at a time and get those in when you can and celebrate when that happens. And I often like to remind you, if you are feeding at 315, the rest of the schedule does not shift by 15 minutes. So it's just a grace period on any of the times listed. Like Laura said, we're celebrating over here on your behalf. Hi, my name is Lauren Cartwright. I'm calling from Dunwoody, Georgia. I am a mom to four girls. I have a four and a half year old. I have twins that turn two in March and I have a newborn that is two months old. My question has to do with my twins and I know you are both twin moms. I have one twin that is extremely dominant and it creates a whole dynamic, not just between my twins, but also with my older child. She decides everything in the house or she throws a major tantrum. 
So she's currently going through a purple phase. So everything that is purple must belong to her. Another example of a dominant issue is that we have an Anna and Elsa doll. And if her sister is not carrying Elsa around when she wants to be carrying Anna around, she will have a complete meltdown and force her sister to carry Elsa. And it's gotten to the point now where her twin sister and her older sister are bowing down to her needs um, because they see how upset she gets when she doesn't get what she wants. And we also don't know how to navigate that as well, especially with a newborn when there's just a lot going on. Would love to hear what you guys think as twin mom experts, especially as we're kind of navigating this new normal um, in our in our family as a family of six, four girls and with twins that are two. Love the podcast, love the books. This is my fourth mom on call baby and I wouldn't have it any other way. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Lauren, oh my goodness. You have your hands full of the most wonderful blessings. I know it doesn't always feel like that. It feels like chaos at times. And we just want to tell you that, yeah, we have been there with so many kids and so many places where you feel like you need to intervene. So the advice that we want to be able to give you is twofold. Number one, when we're having issues like this, we would love to walk through this with you. This is such a great way that the consultations partner with you. We'll do the quiz from the toddler by design with you so we can see what the motivators are for the kids and give you really personalized, practical things that are going to be super effective and successful and walk with you through it just to kind of get used to some of the new ways of handling that. So this is one of the things that helped us to start being able to support parents and families in a way that gives you the support you need in these kind of situations when the demands are so high, even though it's it's a wonderful, wonderful life. Congratulations on the new baby. Yes, a few of the things that uh, we want to say is number one, nobody gets to demand their way in a household that's going to function well for everyone. So that demanding nature is really not only taking its toll on you and your heart as the mom, Um, But you can see that it's taking a toll on everybody. So that crying and the response, that super over-the-top response that you see, it's really valuable, actually. And this behavior isn't going to stop until it costs her something that she doesn't like. And she needs time and opportunity to feel disappointment without it being somebody else's responsibility to kind of calm her down from that. I just want to tell you, And I would shout this from the rooftops. She is entirely and absolutely capable of being able to manage and and calm down from that disappointment that is so, so, you know, dramatic to watch. And it does. It does take some time, right, Jennifer? I mean, to try and reason with a toddler isn't necessarily going to happen at the beginning. They don't necessarily have all the self-control in the whole wide world just because you say, one time, oh, we don't want you acting like that. That's just not going to happen. But we know that they can and they need some cheerleaders behind them, believing in them and then setting up what those expectations are. 
Yeah. And that's part of the three-point teaching technique. I want you to review that in the toddler book. You said you love the resources. So I'm presuming that you have the toddler book. Look at the three-point teaching technique and then look at the hug moment because we do want to place ourselves on her side and tell her what she's capable of at a time when her heart is open to receive it. So we want to be able to send that message repetitively. And in order to open that heart up, it is going to be kind of loud and she's going to have time and opportunity to figure out what to do with those human emotions of disappointment and frustration. And we're going to transfer that responsibility in really positive increments back to her so she can begin the the process of self-regulation on behalf of your whole household. Hey, my name is Karen. I am currently living in South Florida. Um, I'm a first time mom, seven month old. And my question to you guys was, uh, my daughter sleeps great. I mean, I follow a lot of the tips that you guys have said when it comes to sleep. But the issue that we're having right now is that she, that's her in the background, is that she's only sleeping in her room, like in the dark, white noise, pitch black with her swaddle or sleep sack, rather. She sleeps great. I mean, she'll sleep for, you know, an hour and a half, two hours during the day. And then at night, she sleeps 12 hours, which we love. But we're having trouble getting her to sleep when, you know, she's in daycare because there's light. And even though they incorporate the white noise, it's still very bright in there and there's a lot of stimulation. And then so I'm I'm questioning whether we're doing something wrong, whether we should be getting her used to sleeping in her room in the in the light during the day. I hope that that makes sense. And I hope to hear from you guys soon. Hey, Karen. So this is another question that that parents all over the country have because the environment, the sleep environment can be different from daycare to home or when we're on vacation. Those environments are different. So a few things. One, daycare does what they do. Let daycare handle it. They've got that taken care of. When she is at home, ideally, we want natural light coming in the room for those naps. We don't need it to be pitch black for naps. Natural light coming in will start to help her prepare and be able to go a little bit easier between those two sleep environments. And you're right. We absolutely don't swaddle a seven-month-old. You caught yourself saying that she was in a sleep sack. Uh, Sleep sacks at this age usually are just fine uh, if you have those at home. So natural light coming in and that'll help. And it really does. We love to hear that she's sleeping 12 hours at night. It really does start to settle in all that you put into place by setting her little 24-hour clock. Even when there is light and noise, if they'll just kind of keep putting her down at the same times, that really can help. So all that hard work that you're doing, maybe open the blinds up just a tad during nap time and allow time to, you know, do its good work. Keep at it and congratulations. Thank you for listening to the Moms on Call podcast. If you have a question for Jennifer and Laura, call 888-234-7979. Visit momsoncall.com for resources to help you parent with confidence and thrive, not just survive your amazing parenting journey. 